0: I want to welcome you to today's edition of The Bradley Hall Show, and I am your host, The Bradley Hall. All right, hi. As you've guessed it by now, I am The Bradley Hall. I wanted you to know that I am a certified trauma recovery coach and a certified mindfulness instructor and a certified holistic life coach now what this means is that I am a trauma-informed holistic life coach with a focus on awareness which is the first step to any type of personal growth let my 30 years of coaching and my experience overcoming trauma work for you to work with me go to my website bradleyhall.com Look for the coaching tab in the upper right hand corner. You can choose holistic life coaching or trauma recovery coaching. Anyone who ever accomplished anything had a great coach or a great mentor. You should too. You're worth it. Contact me now. All right, welcome back to The Bradley Hall Show. This is part two of my interview with Paul Cristino. The amazing thing is, <clears throat> um, you, you mentioned uh, that when you dropped the ball, that your wife would, would know why. Yeah. Which was a huge, which was so instrumental in, in my healing and, and healing our marriage. Um, you know, I, I, I don't like to quantify trauma. Uh, but if we had to quantify trauma my wife would agree with me my, my i had way more than she did
1: mm-hmm. and th-
0: her compassion that you were just talking about with your wife my wife's ability to see beyond the mistakes and to see the sincerity in in the apologies and through the discussions and not stop short at the door and judge my actions but be able to accommodate everything in and then and believe me when I said, you know, we're moving from here, we're going to do something differently and this and that um, was, was huge. It was just remarkable. I can't, that compassion, the, 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 the key component I want to say is the compassion. For sure. I'm, I'm good enough at judging myself. I don't need yeah. somebody else to help me. I know. That only makes the problem worse it's it, it's oppression and and it builds more tension and more pressure that only comes out in ways i don't want it to which further exacerbates the problem
1: for sure
0: the compassion was the relief valve her compassion allowed the tension to 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 deflate mm-hmm. and thereby slowing the process down and uh it's um to have that kind of, of relationship and it doesn't matter if you're married right i mean it doesn't matter if it's if if it's a partner if it's a friend if it's your mother your father a sibling it doesn't matter if you have some a therapist a coach trauma recovery coach the important thing is to have that relationship with someone who does understand and can going back to the balance we talked about balance between holding you accountable but giving you enough compassion to be able to maneuver and do things differently
2: you know the compassion is that's that's the thing and to be compassionate in one instance is one thing, but to be compassionate extended over a long period of time, yeah, that says something about a human being that I don't even know if I would be able to exercise the amount of compassion that was necessary to be exercised towards me in my situation. Agreed. You know, I don't like know to if think I, would,
0: I could, but I'm not sure.
2: I like to think I could too, and I would tell myself I could, but then when I look at it on paper, I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I would hung, could have hung in there with me. You know, in the patience, and the, the combination of the patience and the compassion. Wow, and that, yeah, that's amazing. The compassion mm-hmm.
1: inspired me to level up and be greater.
0: Yeah. I, my 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 wife is my hero because of, because of this right here, and I'll tell people all the time too, that 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 compassion that she had for me and and giving me the opportunity to prove myself inspired me to be the husband and the father that that I wanted to be for sure um where you know like I said, had it been the other way with judgment constant judgment, not giving me that compassion it it, it would have been it would have been a mess
2: it would have been a mess and add added to the mess that is already there yeah, you know it was already a mess yeah it was already a mess, yeah you know? I mean, you know, I find myself back that like my clients, I think sometimes they expect us. I have this too. Is that we are completely 100% cured and healed, and that will never be the case. No. And you know what's funny, Brad? Like you said something like earlier when we were just talking. Now, how when you first came out on the internet and how you were you wanted to present yourself as a person who had all this shit together, and you know, man, that is something that I still I'm putting it out. I still struggle with that. I yeah. still struggle with that. I, I do too. Like, how much do you show? How much of your dirty laundry do you air out on the internet before you? You know, yeah, it's a weird little balance. I don't know. I'm I'm literally asking you. Like, I'm asking you for advice. Yeah. I, how do you go about doing that, it,
0: And it's really hard with social media because yes, there's enough negativity on social media already, mm-hmm. and um, without a full conversation like this. You know, you you just have a, a a meme or a GIF or you know a, whatever a short short video without a full explanation, things can be completely uh, misconstrued very easily, That's true. That's true. and um, and throw in the fact that I don't like to I don't like to complain I don't I don't want to be on there be you know we we all have social media friends that every post is complaining this and that so. Dude it takes a it requires a lot more thought and energy to do that than you than one would think to it be does. uh you know legit what's what's the word i want to look for you know um keeping it real whatever
2: yeah uh, well but the thing is like um all right so on one hand you have you i don't it sounds like you and i kind of have that same upbringing like listen you don't complain about anything you don't whine you you're grateful for what you have that type of thing so i can never get on there and start there's a threshold that i can feel myself reaching when i'm like okay i'm starting to get a little vic- i'm starting to sound like a victim and i right. don't want to do that although i was victimized right where's that balance now but then i'm the antithesis of that is bad i don't want to get on instagram and make everything so completely shiny and and unrealistic also so i'm kind of feel like i'm caught in that no man's land of right like,
1: because a, a
0: trauma survivor can look at if they if they get that perception mm-hmm. that Paul's whole and shiny and he's got everything together they feel like I can't ever be like that. Right. It's
1: more
2: discouraging. Exactly. It's more discouraging because I will never live up to that and you know, truth be told, you know, I even had a rough morning. Truth be told. Yeah. Wake up like look at the state of the world, look at start thinking a little bit about the past and you know, have to be very aware And conscious of my own internal landscape. I'm still there. I'm still in that point of my healing process where I have to be very conscious of what's happening inside of myself at every single moment of the day. That's right. Yeah.
1: It'll probably always be
2: that way. It'll always be like that.
0: It does get easier, Mm -hmm. but I don't think it'll ever go away.
2: I don't think so either.
0: And I was telling Bobby um, the other day, I had a... I had a meltdown about, uh, two weeks ago on the internet. Really? Um, I have a real, I have a real vigilante streak, um, because of my upbringing. And, uh, I just gets, I can't, I, I call it bullying the bully. I can't stand bullies. I just can't stand it. And, um, there was a political argument and, uh, people were trying to be kind and this person was just being obnoxious. And I finally completely came apart at the seams and just, mentally buried this person yeah. uh, you know and just i put it in i put i put it an into any questions everybody yeah. all, everyone else who've been watching this whole thread undeveloped knew exactly who won the conversation yeah. by the time so yeah. Yeah. it's not who i want to be
1: uh-huh.
0: you know then the shame set it sets in right so i accomplished what i need to accomplish he's completely embarrassed and everyone knows it and then i'm like man i didn't have to go that i i'm a trauma recovery coach i'm better than that i need mm-hmm. to. So. Now, you got to balance what's what? Am I holding myself accountable or am I unnecessarily shaming myself because of what happened? Goes through the whole cycle we talked about earlier. And um, it's been a long time since I've had an episode like that, but it's never going to go away.
2: But let me ask you like, because I kind of struggle with this too. Like, listen, that's part of your personality. You admitted that you do have this vigilante streak, and that's in you. Yeah. Like, it's do you think it's okay? It's it's okay if that comes out every now and then, right? I mean, the guy wasn't hurt on Facebook. I mean, you know like yeah. what I guess what I'm saying is like, can you have that vigilante streak and still give Brad a break?
0: Yeah, well, I don't I don't know. That that's a great question. And I think for every person that's a different answer.
2: I think so too. The
0: the other side the other side to me is is that had that conversation happened in person. I would have physically hurt him.
2: You can feel that you that you could feel inside that you physically could have gone there.
0: I, I physically could have gone there. This right, is right. and this is whole face the facing the dragon thing. It's part of my personality. I you know I'm, I'm a very I'm a very loving, compassionate person. I, I I've coached kids for thirty years. I, I love what I'm doing here. I work as a, a mentor for a university. I I, I have that ninety eight percent of me is that. But I also have the capacity, if someone broke into my home is going to hurt my family, I wouldn't have any problems ending the situation right then and there and answering all the questions I need to answer. As you should. And so I have that switch, that, that, sure. that switch. Um, unfortunately, with my, I'm not an angry person, but if that switch is flipped, in this case, if we're having that conversation in person, that mm-hmm. switch was flipped. I don't trust my ability to not physically hurt that person. So to answer your question, I have I have to work on that. I have to make sure and I haven't had an outburst like that for years. I mean, it's not, you know, um I, I wanna I wanna be clear that it's not a problem anymore. It was a problem. Sure. Sure. I mean, I can tell you story after story after story when I was younger.
1: Sure.
0: Um, but I'm lucky that I didn't hurt someone. Mm-hmm. So I have to be I have to work on my de my de escalation skills for that reason. Mm-hmm. I can't you know, I can't be in a situation I have to walk away from physical situations that I realize may end up in some type of a physical confrontation.
2: Now, let me Like if you said that to yourself at 22, like hey, to yourself, let's, you know, let's work on these de-escalation skills. Like, de-escalations. I got your de-escalation skills. Come, yeah. come over here. Let show it to you. That's right. <laughs> yeah. At least you're improving, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and that's that's why my interest in martial arts is the, is the discipline. Yeah.
2: Yeah. For sure. And you're, cause you're, you're, you're into jujitsu, right?
0: Yeah. 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 And you are too, right?
2: I was. And I got, I had a really bad injury years ago, man. And, um, so close to, uh, man, I competed all over the country. I was doing really well. And, um, but it's funny, man, I said, after this pandemic clears up and we can get back, I'm getting right back in. There's a school down the street and getting right back into it because the jujitsu is, um. I can't even, if you have, for people who have never rolled, who have never trained in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, I can tell that's probably the happiest period of my life when I was training. Yeah. You know, there's just something about laying it all out there. And there's something about, like, you know, you get a guy at the gym, at the school, and maybe he doesn't look much. And, you know, maybe when he rolls, he gets tapped easy, but you know that that person never, never gives in, never gives up. It's like, you can earn a certain respect over at, at, your, at your martial arts school. Not because you're good at it, but because of the type of person you are is revealed to the other person and other people in the school. It's like yeah. Martial arts has, has a way of doing that, like yeah. revealing you to the other people around you. Yeah. And to yourself, yeah. really.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And as well as, uh, you know, when you, when you first start, when you're a white belt, yeah. everybody's kicking your ass. Everybody everybody i don't, i don't i mean everybody. my my I, i'm I'm six foot five and two hundred and seventy five pounds, and my instructor i i I don't want to insult him but I, I think he's probably like five eight maybe like one hundred and thirty five pounds and he'll kick my ass
2: try choking you in all different directions <laughs> and like where how did my arm end up like you know
0: yeah he like climbs all over me i mean i, I just know. he's underneath me and around me and and so that that ego check Hell yeah. The, the, at, at the beginning of, of the program, for <laughs> the first you know year or whatever, that ego check—it just everybody just just passing around and kicking your ass on the mat—you have no choice but to check that ego down because it can't survive. To. You can't think you're, you're something there that you're not.
2: You can't. You,
1: ha-
0: you have to fall in line.
2: And that's the thing about jujitsu that's different than other martial arts is that you know you can go full force pretty much. You know, so you're going to see what you have. You know, yeah. you're going to know what you have. That's right and uh, there's, no hiding, there. there's no hiding and sometimes <laughs> it's not nearly as much as you thought you thought you did you know? right. <laughs> really yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean I grew up I, I just told you I, I'm a I'm a fighter and and you know from the from
2: I, I didn't know that so I didn't know that so I didn't I didn't realize you were 6'5 270 man you look you look like my height sitting at the thing so okay and I didn't realize you were uh so so you fought before you yeah, fighting. Well, I mean, I, I didn't,
0: I, I'm just a, a street fighter, grew up uh-huh. you know, in a rough area and had a, had a shitty childhood and, and, fight, and I would snap yeah. and, and fight. I had a real problem with bullies. I mean, I just didn't fight anybody. Right. I, I, I really have, a I really have a bully, the bullying problem. I, I can't stand, I can't so stand. So you'd them.
2: seek out the bully.
0: And yeah, I, I wouldn't have a problem if someone was harassing someone in, right. in, uh, in a grocery store, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem getting in the middle of it ever. Right, 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 right. And, um, so, but, so I had, I had kind of that confidence and not an arrogance. I, I don't, I don't see myself that way at all, but um, I thought, you know, when I started jujitsu, I thought it was, <laughs> I was going to bring more to the table than I did. And I learned very yeah. quickly. That's, that's not the gear.
2: Man, we get to forget- run out fast. Oh my God. Man. You know, when I was training, when, you know, I'm, I'm in New York now, but when I started training, I was in Atlanta and there was a great Alliance martial arts. It was like, you know, top jiu schools in the in the world and um man we'd have some people coming in that we'd have you know football players from georgia tech and you know kids who went to the university of georgia yeah. and lived in atlanta and then were there for the summer and would come and train a lot of times man they'd come in like you know thinking that they were going to just run through the whole school yeah and then you know we get like you said 140 pound white belt or blue belt is just tying these people up in knots you know yeah
1: yeah yeah.
2: So my
0: instructor, uh, my instructor's name is Tony Ruiz, and he's a brown belt mm-hmm. under Hobson Mora.
2: Oh, Hobson Mora is a bad dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hobson oh. is uh, is our, yeah. our
2: he's our, the real deal. Cool. And it's it's,
0: it's here in in Tampa. It's just about ninety minutes right. north. Of me. I haven't met Hobson yet. I'm I'm mm-hmm. really look forward to it. But uh, Tony's just amazing, and you know he he, uh, he he's told me a strategy. He's like I my the his strategy is to just stay away from me until I get
2: tired. That's it.
0: And then he's going to wrap me up, and he and he
2: does and does every, every single time. Yep, it's foolproof almost. You know, <laughs> it really <laughs> when is.
0: When they're telling you what they're going to do to you before and you, they're do
2: doing it. it. You yeah. know, they'd say like Hickson. Hickson would get a guy, and he'd be like, "Okay, I'm going to do six moves, and I'm going to we're going to end up in the corner of the mat, and I'm going to get you in a I'm going to arm bar your your right arm." And they'd be like, "How?" No and behold, six moves. The guy he's got an arm bar, and the guy yeah. in the corner of the mat every single time yeah different world man
0: it's a it's amazing and it is. and and like you said the discipline the control because um yeah. when, when i'm on the mat with with tony yeah. or any 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 of the other blue belts any of them i mean when i'm on the mat with those guys i mean i have to play the game i can't my strength's not going to get me out i'm not going to be able to you know and and so the discipline to be able to control, you can't get angry so you have to, you, the anger starts rising up, you're in a lot of trouble. You have to learn to channel that into something productive. You have to think through your moves or, or your opportunities. And um, that's the biggest thing that I've, got, I've gotten out of it. I, I just, I absolutely love that aspect of
2: it. It does put your anger in check. I remember one of the, one of the first classes I got, I was rolling with a guy and you know, I didn't know the rules. The guy put me in a triangle. So I lifted him and I slammed him on the ground. Like, you know, that's not, I didn't know. And the guy unlet his he let his legs go, and he said, "He said, man, I'm going to let you do that one time. <laughs> <laughs> the next time you do that, you're going to sleep." I was like, "Okay." I never did it again because <laughs> I believed him. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. When I first started, uh, it wasn't jujitsu. When I, for, I first started with taekwondo years ago, uh, yeah, and it was. Uh, Master Parks was a 1969 Korean champion, he, and he was a Korean. He was about six foot tall, which is uh, he was he was a big yeah. man for yeah. a Korean. Um, and uh, we were sparring one time, and I, you know, I I was getting good. I, I felt like I was getting uh, getting good, and um, and I felt like I was getting somewhere with him. So I got a little more aggressive. Sure. Um, he dropped the back of his heel gently on the tip of my forehead in in full spar. Uh-huh. Full spar, come around, just glanced off my head with this with his heel, and we just kept sparring. Just enough to let me know who was who
2: was <laughs> yeah, really yeah, in control. Yeah, yeah. Listen, he's like, listen, Brad, I love you, man. You're getting great. <laughs> Taste that. He he could he could
0: have he could have killed a gnat on my head. I mean it was I I'm
2: what, like, was, like a like a wheel kick of some type, did yeah, he do?
0: Yeah, like a wheel yeah, kick. Ooh. Yeah, just dropped it right.
2: And, and he never, probably knew exactly where he was putting it too. Exactly, exactly.
0: Unbelievably controlled. I, it was. It was impressive. I was that's extremely scary. impressed.
2: What, it, what would be more impressive is seeing a six foot five, two hundred seventy five pound dude doing taekwondo. That's what I want to see. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't two seventy five then. <laughs> <doing> that's. <stuff. laughs> but still, man, that's a lot of man doing those spinning kicks.
0: <laughs> that's why. That's why I got jujitsu. I'd rather just lay on my back.
2: <laughs> Dude, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't have to exert so much. You're talking about discipline, man. And that, like to bring it back to what we're talking about, you know, discipline and awareness are the two things that are going to take for, for people to heal through this. And the awareness is number one, because, you know, like you, go through a whole period of our life where we're not even, a, I wasn't even aware of how screwed up I was. That's right. I didn't, everyone around me was, seemed to be the same way. So it's just par for the course, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. Until life really throws those things at you. Yeah. And then you're forced to kind of look at yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that, that uh, you know, addicts call it the moment of clarity.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You have a moment of clarity when yeah. when your intuition is able to bust through, you know, the, yeah. the the mass that you've created and have that moment where you do become, that moment of awareness where you, you do become. And if you're open to that, uh and if you allow yourself to be open to that you can really grow from it because each level of awareness brings another level of awareness behind it every time i realize that i didn't know as much as i thought i did i begin to realize i still don't know as much as i thought i did and it becomes exactly. a perpetual cycle
2: and, and it's funny like you say like okay so now i'm aware but sometimes with the awareness brings a whole new experience now you're be you're aware of not only how screwed up you feel, but you're becoming aware of your thoughts. you know you're starting to to be aware of the negativ the negative patterns of your thoughts, how yeah. those thoughts are synthesizing themselves through your emotions, how those emotions are affecting you physiologically yeah, so sometimes being aware isn't always what i'm the point I'm making is well, how do you know if you're becoming aware? sometimes y- you feel worse, yeah, you know. Sometimes yeah. you feel worse. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: That's a facing the dragon thing, and the yeah. the facing the dragon analogy is uh, Carl Jung. You you can't the hero can't get the gold until he kills he slays the dragon mm-hmm. that's laying on top of the gold. You have you have to face your demons. I think that's in our society. We we mask everything. We run. Everything has a simple solution, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we take pill for this. We do this or that, and. And and we're, it's one of the problems I had kind of have with with some therapists, and you know they they tend to coddle more than 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 give direction. I, I don't want to say they tend to. I I I know some therapists who coddle their patients,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's preventing them from having awareness. Now, because we have to have the balance, right? I mean, you have to have some coddling, you have to have some compassion, but you have to still have some accountability, and and and. In, increase that awareness. And increasing the awareness, you have to look in the mirror and see what's there, not what you wanna see, not what your ego is telling you to see. You have to face the monster. You have to, if you, if you wanna slay the dragon, if you wanna defeat the monster, you have to stand toe to toe with it to do that. Mm-hmm. You, you're not gonna be an assassin and sneak around back and it just doesn't work that way. You have no, because, to run it head on.
2: Cause it has eyes in the back of its head. That's right. And that and that monster and that demon is ultimately you. It's ultimately me. Right. That's right. You know, so another thing is the dark side. And we we're to, you say, you know, this society, we we do coddle, we do another thing we do is we don't give enough credence to our shadow side. Yeah. We don't. Because no. i realized in my life, Bradley, that I am I have the capacity, the capacity to be a very just like anybody else, probably. As evil of a person as you could ever imagine, that's in every single one of us.
0: Yeah, that's. I want to acknowledge how how huge that is
1: mm-hmm.
0: that you are able to acknowledge that, because that's not that's not normal human behavior. I don't. I shouldn't use the word normal. That's not standard human it's behavior not. to acknowledge that we're all capable of killing another human
2: being. We are. We had and, to, and and reveling in it if the circumstances are are call for that so you know it took a lot of time when i was just telling myself that i am a i'm a victim and i am just a i'm i'm an amazing person i have an amazing heart and i should go out there and dedicate my life to helping others and which is all noble things but a lot of those things made me grip even more when i realized like listen paul you could be a son of a bitch and it's okay and I've looked back at some of the things in my life, and I'd be like, well, some of the things I've done, and I'd be like, well, that wasn't what a noble person would have done. Yeah, or That's not what an enlightened person would have done. You need to look at these things and say, listen, you are a few steps away from being the monster that did those things to me when I was young. That's right. Don't think that you're not, but look at the circumstances and why, where did I make a choice not to be that? Because that is present in all of us. That's right. And then I started to heal because I became less, I became more accepting of myself, yeah, both sides of myself. You
1: know? That's right. That's right. The, the,
0: the, one of the examples of that is, um, is Nazi Germany.
2: Dude, I was gonna bring it up. I was gonna say that, but you you said it for me. You know, Jim, Absolutely.
0: Germans are people. They're like everybody else. They're not. They're not inherently
1: evil. No.
2: No. But so what are we saying? Like, because if if we were one of the, the the Nazi youth, that we would say that we would say, "I'm putting my foot down, and I'm not gonna do this, and I'm not gonna." You would more than likely go along with the herd, like everybody that's else. Exactly right. Right
0: because you're i mean your 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 beliefs are being shaped by what you're hearing around you, it's what everybody else is doing, it's what you think is the right thing to do, or at some level you're beginning to enjoy it like you
2: said to enjoy yeah, or the consequences to what would happen to you if you didn't you know i don't want I don't want to put myself and my family in, in right. positions of pain, so I'm just going to go along with this
0: yeah, and then through standard deviancy, you make yeah. one decision it changes your trajectory. You make another decision; it changes a little further. You make one more decision; it changes a little further. Before you know it, you got you were headed this way, and you're, now you're over here, right? And that's how that's how you get things like like Nazi Germany, for sure, for
2: sure. You know, and it's not it, too far out of out of the realm for any human being. No,
0: you know? it isn't. I mean, it, there are very few people. That, I'm sure there are people. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are circumstances. Always an exception, but most people who are have been incarcerated for prison have committed mm-hmm. murder. Mm-hmm. didn't grow up wanting to be a murderer.
1: Hell no. That
0: no, was too no. of decisions and, and and getting that point. And um I, I that, that I'm glad you brought that up. I mean yeah. that's um that facing facing the monster thing is so yeah. critical. One of one I one of the theories about PTSD, and I, I I happen to buy into this, is that we take these young boys and uh, we we celebrate them all through school, right? I mean, they're athletes and they're students and they're their mamas' boys and they they you know they go see their grandmother and they and they're good to their their siblings and um, they're active in the in 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 their communities and they're just good all American boys, right? And then you put them through eight to twelve weeks and you put a rifle in your hand and you and you tell them to go out and blow the heads off of other human beings and they're their actions in war can't reconcile with the image that they've Mm -hmm. created that they've, that, and sure their parents and everyone else has sculpted this for them, but they can't reconcile the two. They think I'm a good all American boy. My grandmother loves me. How could I have done something like that to another human being? This is the answer right here. If you, if you tell them, Hey, everybody's capable. Every and different circumstances, right? My wife and I just had this conversation the other day, mm-hmm. and and I was explaining this to her, and she she agreed with me. She's like, "Yeah, if if someone broke in the house and and I wasn't available, and she had to kill someone to protect her family, she could do it." Absolutely. And most people can't would probably say, "Well, I, I couldn't or I'd cry or whatever." But push comes to shove,
2: you're going to. You're going you are. And for some people it's not even as something as serious as your life being in danger. Some people will push that button way before that even right. happens. That's right, you know. And it's so what you're saying about Germany and like yeah, you're saying about PTSD. So it's not just the fact of everything that they witness and experience that that gives them the post traumatic stress disorder. It's also dealing with the newfound reality of that I am not this person that I thought I was exclusively. I have a real a that's real right. monster inside me. And that's what is traumatizing to the person more right. than anything.
0: That's right.
2: You know? Yeah. That's why I would always like look, watch people who are like criminals or drug dealers or killers or whatever. And you know, you go out and so they look like they're having a great time, you know? And then, you know, enjoying life and then you know, I'm over here being extremely conscientious and 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 I seem to be laboring through life, you know sometimes, yeah, and I'm like, wow, like, how does a bad guy deal with being a bad guy? Does he just accept it like does john Gotti just say yeah i'm a i'm a I'm a mother and I'm gonna do it and I'm okay with it, and I can sleep at night and I'm okay, and you know, yeah, it's just so far from what goes on in my mind but um, yeah, yeah and I I think it. it's
0: important you know to say to the people listening that mm-hmm. it's not that we condone
1: no we condone that
0: type of behavior. No. It's 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 a realization that all human beings are capable. Sure. And so when you do something destructive or do something to hurt someone else, you, you still need to work through and and change your modify behavior for sure but it's it's the compassion side of it to the understanding that hey we're all capable we're all and i say all the time you know a lot of people talk about uh people being broken and and i know that trauma recovery coaches don't like the word broken but but i i use it in the context that we're all broken mm-hmm. but if we're all broken then we're all normal right that's where the compassion comes in so it it works with this i mean we're all capable of doing vile things and it and sure. And when you can admit, when you can begin to readily see that, then you really begin to understand who you really are. And until you know, understand who you really are, you can't become who you want to become.
2: Ever. And that's what's it's interesting about being, living in New York City because you get on the train and you're surrounded by people all day long. And Sometimes, man, I get, I'm, I'm on the train and I'm looking at people and I'm like, I have to catch myself like, You know, a guy standing too close to me and like, why am I thinking these types of thoughts for a guy who's standing next to me in a crowded train? Like, why am I like want to strangle this person? Like, I have to be constantly aware of what's going on inside my mind and then sit back and say, well, why am I like this? Yeah. And is it okay if I'm like this? Yeah. And who's to say who's the who's the, the the barometer to say it's okay so it's constant constant reevaluation of your thoughts yeah. and your and your feelings yeah to get over trauma because I know like you know I'm, I I have that that inside me and it's a result of what happened to me it's not necessarily just my complete nature yeah, All
0: right. yeah. well and and I think it's a combination of, of what happened to us
2: sure
0: and, but I do think it it, it, it it also is is a result of of nature as well.
2: I think so.
0: You know, you don't have to go back far. I mean, not that there's not violence in our our, our current um, society, but you don't have to go back far where violence was just rampant, and that's just sure. what people did was,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and, that, and that's you know, like the like the gang theory that, that that's why people forming clusters and groups because we evolved into have we had to. Cluster with people like ourselves,
1: sure.
0: to prevent other clusters of people coming and killing all of us. And,
2: right, plain and, and simple.
0: Yeah that that's human. That's human development. That's you know it's where we come from. And we, I, I don't know why we don't we don't teach kids and especially young men. And it goes along with taking you know trying to take a ten year old boy and put him in a chair for eight hours, mm-hmm. um, and then when he can't do it, telling something's wrong with him. Right. Uh, right. Different conversation for a different way. But it's very 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 connected to what we're talking about mm-hmm. it's that ideology of teaching something who's not mm-hmm. 10 year olds shouldn't be in a chair all, for eight hours all day it, no. every day it, should, it just shouldn't happen but we do it anyway
1: sure.
0: um and i think if we we allow these kids uh to 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 not do what they want but to learn about themselves and 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 how to how to handle themselves and and what they're capable of and you teach them teach them to fight. I don't know why we're not teaching young men jujitsu at a very, very, very young age.
2: I think um, it should be part of the curriculum.
0: Should, I mean, it burns their energy. It, it strengthens their body. It strengthens their mind, increases their discipline, their awareness, sure. their, their critical thought process. Um, and, and you know, as well as I do, um, when when I trained in martial arts, the more, the better I got at fighting on the mat, the less I fought outside of the mat.
2: Absolutely that's and that's universal with everybody everybody will say the same thing yeah the more i change jujitsu the less i feel as if i'm the less aggressive i feel in in life and
0: the know, definitely yeah when you have the confidence that you can handle yourself you have less
2: fear for sure plain and simple and it's just an energy you know you drain your energy too so yeah. that also kind of does something for you but for yeah. sure for yeah. sure we need to teach what we need to teach kids is emotional intelligence we need to start you know, I'm saying we need to, but man, what I see is a lot of adults who are, who are emotionally stunted. Yeah. You know, because there's no credence and there's no value. Put in on level. Yeah, for sure. You know, I know my parents generated the baby boomers and before that, God, if you were ever going to squeeze a single word of, of truth in regards to how they feel, it's like all, impossible for those old timers to talk about how they feel. Yeah. You know? And you know that's the one thing that's keeping us completely paralyzed from moving forward. You know, I agree. So I see it. Yeah, yeah, man.
0: Yeah. So my wife and I had this conversation. Um, You know, my heritage is is like eighty percent Viking. Um, I've got the genetic, the DNA test done, and 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 you know so we watched the series vikings and i took extra interest in it but yeah. one of the things that i pointed out to her was is that the the society of the vikings and I, did you watch the series vikings i didn't know I, mean, I usually don't watch tv but um but
2: i heard it was re- i heard it was amazing
0: it's really good yeah. It was really good one of the glaring uh, the, the, the most obvious points i saw about the difference between um the the vikings and and the anglo-saxons were the, the them in england um, was that the vikings weren't afraid to they weren't afraid to be who they were they were they just all accepted each other's flaws for whatever they were um and and you see a lot of them uh you know betraying each other or or or, or making their decisions and everyone just kind of rolling with the punches and and on the other side you have everyone pretending to be something you know you have the, the nobility and they're all pretending right. to be something else and then they're making all these secret backdoor deals and right. and and doing all those things and it, it really got it got me to think about why why that is and I, I don't i don't really have an answer of why that is but i think there's something healthy about it
2: like um, they accept like they knew like they accepted somewhere in their culture that hey people are people people are people the good the bad and and all of that
0: and and your, your problems are yours to figure out and fix. So is I that is
2: that kind of how they is that kind of how they they so operated? Now,
0: it's you know, it is a TV show, you know, yeah. and it's in, influenced by writers who are sure. you know, grew up in the '80s and '90s, just like the rest of us. And sure. I get that. Um, you know, I I don't know how historically accurate that is, but I'm intrigued enough that I'm going to find out.
2: That's interesting, though. Man. Yeah, because it seems like that's the way to a happy life. You know, it is accepting yeah. it.
0: When you And when you quit worrying about what everybody else thinks.
2: That's number we one. We haven't touched on that yet. God, man, that's a whole, that's honestly, man, that's a lifetime. that, that That's a lifetime of, of deprogramming right there. Yeah. I mean, oh my God. And then we care about, not only we care about what people think about us, but we care about what certain people think about us who, why would we give those particular people any power over it? Like, you're a, you're a wretch. Why do I, why am I, why do I care? That's right. It's so deeply ingrained in us though, man.
0: It is, it is.
2: I wonder what that is.
0: And I I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I don't, I don't know.
2: <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe it's like, cause we need to be accepted in order to move forward in the world. So we're always feel as if we're doing a tap dance for other people eh, that has yeah. something to do with it, but I mean, it's multi-layered, I'm sure.
0: Man, I'm, you know, we all, we all want to be loved and we all want to be accepted. And uh, I think that's a big part of it. But society perpetuates that.
2: you know. We, it does.
0: We uh, Everyone's putting on their shiny mask every morning and and uh, uh, going out.
2: And... But I can't do it anymore, man. I'm having a no. real problem with the shiny mask lately. And I think yeah. that's okay.
0: It's liberating when you don't. It goes back to what we talked about at the very beginning, We telling your story. when you. So there's two types of people who don't care what people think. Mm-hmm. the first type is the people who are pissed off and say i don't give a shit what you think
2: right
0: no yes you, you do. do you're you just do. trying to convince me just, and yourself that yeah, you
2: know. yeah yeah yeah
0: <clears throat> then there're the people they're like i don't care what you think
2: genuinely don't care
0: genuinely yeah. and there that's where the liberation lies when you can when you when you you know who you are enough you've done enough that you 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 figured out you you've connected with the the shadow side, you start to realize everyone has a shadow side, everybody has flaws, everybody's playing a game, Everybody's hiding, you realize how much energy you expend trying to convince everyone else. And you realize that it's okay to just be who you are. And if they like you, they like you, if they don't, they don't. And that point was a was a monumental shift
2: in in my life. I gotta tell you, man, I think with what's going on now, with the virus and everything, I think, you know, when the changes that are going to come in society, I think people are going to be really looking towards a really stri- stripped down. People aren't going to want to put up with all these uh, bells and whistles. I think there are going to be some people who need some real help, yeah. who need some real coaching and some real therapy and are looking to cut through all of that. What I, so what I'm saying is maybe there's a place for guys like you and I, who are just seem to be meat and potatoes people, not a lot of flash, but we're gonna be very useful in this time coming up. I truly feel that deep inside. Yeah, I, you know? I hope so. I, I hope so
0: too. I, I, told, I told some family members yesterday, um, I, I'm, I'm, we need to reopen, we, you know, that's a have to, bro. But I don't wanna go back to the way we were. Mm-hmm. You know, people are healing, people are decompressing. They don't have any choice. Right. Whereas before they wouldn't have had that break and the the earth is healing you know the air is clean the water's clean i live in florida we've had problems with the water the last couple years the water the water's clean and um i I said yesterday i was like man it's too bad we just can't shut everything turn the switch off every february 1st and not do anything for a month let everybody decompress to the point where they get crazy and they have to go back outside Mm -hmm. and then turn everything back on and and let us go back you know that kind of sabbatical would be would be amazing not that it's ever going to happen but
2: but I, I, but in theory, I see it. I, I see how that works. And yeah. then you know, we get some time. And then listen, we come back with a newfound appreciation for each other. Yeah, you Agreed. know, that's Agreed. what I think this has done for me on a positive note. Was that I am appreciating just the 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 little occurrences that I may have every day with people out here, and I'm yeah. missing it. I'm yeah. telling myself when I go back out there, not that I was before, but I'm really going to make sure that I'm giving myself from here with people you know yeah
0: Yeah. I saw I saw my dad and his wife yesterday Uh um I hadn't seen them in in several weeks they're 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 going back up north Uh, they Mm -hmm. spend the winters down here and uh we couldn't hug each other right right Right. you know the the hugs that I'd taken for granted that we'd all taken for granted we're all standing around now aware our awareness level has gone sky high because we can't we can't hug each other, and it hurts. And now I'm looking forward to when they come back down here in six months, when I can hug them again. I, yeah. And I think that's exactly what you're talking
2: about. And it hurts not to be able to do that to another right. human being. It right. Physically, literally hurts us and that's destroys right. us. You know. That's right. So whatever your, people's theories are about this pandemic and you know, conspiracy or whatever your level, whatever it is, something has been done to cut off the lifeline between human beings. Yeah. And we're feeling it, man. Especially in this city, man. We're we're on top of each other every day. People yeah. are starting to be like, "I don't know how to operate now," you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I know, just man. hope we don't just
0: times, go right back to the way things. I work.
2: hope we don't either, Brad. Like that would be a disappointment, man. Yeah. You know that we didn't learn shit. You know, yeah. we're we didn't learn too much, anything.
0: Filling our schedules too heavy. All yeah. those, all those kids' games that you took your kids to, you know, and and just coming home from work and throwing them in the car and and not get you know being gone and coming back you realize when you don't do it anymore you realize that it wasn't as necessary as you thought it was
2: right and <laughs> like then it makes you question like well if that's not necessary what else isn't necessary that's right you know and then you realize oh man nothing very little is necessary
0: yeah yeah well here's here's one of the one of the things i say to uh not all my clients some aren't to this level but right one of the things we we always ultimately get to is is you you're not that important because if you died today somebody's coming to sort your shit out tomorrow and somebody's taking your job and everybody's going to be sad for a few days and, and then everybody's going to go back to to work and they're going to go back to their baseball games they're going back to watching football and, it's reality i mean the world is not going to stop turning we're just not as important and we take
2: ourselves way too seriously we do we do it's like we like we think like that- the point of the universe is just like right on us. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know, it feels like that sometimes. It certainly does. Yeah. But it's not true.
0: No. And when you step back and look, so a a quick story about this. I I grew up in in Indianapolis Mm -hmm. and I actually uh, grew up in Speedway. Speedway is a small town inside Indianapolis where they hold the Indianapolis 5.
2: Right.
1: Okay.
0: So, i was also i graduated from speedway high school i was a firefighter in in speedway and uh, i went to the indianapolis 500 race every year from the age of 14 to i think probably 34 35 so 20 21 years except for one year that i was in boot camp in the Navy. okay and we i was a firefighter we got free tickets and we lived in speedway and you know everybody three to Five hundred thousand people come into this small town, and they park in the yards, and they party all weekend, and everybody goes to the race. I mean, it's just—it's a monumental event that that I can't explain adequately. Uh-huh. And we got free tickets because I was a firefighter. And one year, I said to my wife, I said, "What if we don't go this year?" Of course, it was like, "What? What? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this is—but this is yeah. what we do. We, yeah. you know, we live the Speedway. We all go yeah. to the race. And I said, "What if? What if we don't go this year?" So we gave away our tickets, I think probably to our kids, and we just sat on the porch all weekend. Just people watched, just watching people. It was an amazing, amazing weekend. My point is, is we had just gotten so caught up in this is what we do. That we couldn't we couldn't think of any other option. and when we thought about not going because we were so in the routine of going when we thought Just about not like going
2: it's terrifying think about not going yes yeah. terrifying well right. what
0: if we miss what if we don't see our friends what if what if there's right. an accident we don't get to see the accident right. what if right. something right. cool really happens what if the right. person the driver we like wins you know right. and 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 it, it was amazing and we didn't realize it until we didn't do it again and what and the application to this we're all getting a chance to see that you can go without a lot of that stuff.
2: Man, I, your
0: life can be simpler and happier.
2: And hopefully, hopefully. Now I don't know. I, I want to be. I I, I want to be optimistic about it. But I can feel a little bit of a shift in people when I do interact with them. Like some people in my building when I see them in the in the lobby and stuff like that. Yeah. But my question is: Is this gonna, How long is this going to last? You know? Yeah. So is business as usual when people just get back in the swing of things? Yeah. Um. But I really hope. I really hope it does, Brad. I do too. we we can't keep going like how we've been going
0: yeah i agree i agree and you know hopefully um if maybe this conversation reaches some listeners and and gets people to think about that and yeah intentionally living by design and not going back yeah Uh, filtering some things out and just taking some time for yourself
2: yeah and be aware that man we've been we're driving this train towards a brick freaking wall yeah you know and and maybe, hey, listen, maybe this needed to happen to put a little perspective on what we're all doing here for, for yeah. God's sake, you know? Yeah. Really.
0: Absolutely. Start we'll spending that time and energy on ourselves.
2: Yeah, man. Take yeah, care of yeah. ourselves. For sure. For sure. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Oh.
0: Well, we uh how we, long do we did
2: go, 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 Brad?
0: about ninety minutes. <laughs>
2: that didn't feel like it that's a good i know
0: segment. it just that's a good i segment. usually cut her I, I usually cut everybody off an hour but I, get out of here this was so good i didn't want to yeah
2: <laughs> i like to hear that well i'll even put this out there while we're recording i'm going to invite you on my podcast
0: okay so I,
2: if you want to come on next week man i'd love to have you
0: I, i'd love to be there yeah, because we can
2: continue this you know yeah. For sure, for sure. And let's Thank um, you for reaching out to me, Brad. Like it was really amazing that you did that. Makes me feel you know, a little boost to the ego, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> it does something for the ego, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I you know, we've talked about this a little bit. I, I I want the listeners to know, we don't know each other very well.
2: Right. No, we just know vicariously through the program, Bobby's the the coaching program, yeah. but just kind of going back and forth via messenger and
0: but some, and that's but, it. but some things have clicked. I mean that yeah. I, I I I kind of felt that right at the beginning. Um, and and I knew just through intuition, I knew this would be a good conversation, and, and uh, um, you know, didn't disappoint. Thank and you, uh, I, I, I'd like to have more of these outside with the camera off. Yeah, I think Let's we got a Let's
2: do it, lot. man. Yeah, sure. I mean, listen, I need to, um, I need like-minded people in my life, man. And I could tell just by I could look in your eyes and tell, and I know who you are. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I know. So I'm open, Bradley. Just. You know, I'm here and I'll, you know, and I'll reach out to you this weekend about, you know, getting on my thing next week and we'll just go from there.
0: Yeah. 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 Perfect. Yeah. For sure. So, Paul, I want to, I want to give you a chance to, um, to, to, uh, plug yourself. Oh,
2: to plug myself. Yeah. I got to do yeah. all that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, you yeah. can find me at um, coachpaulcristino.com. So, coach Paul I and then mean, Christino is with the H C H R I S T I N O. Um, on Twitter, it's, uh, Paul Christino. On Instagram, it's coach Paul Christino. I have the corniest, um, my uh, social media game is corny, <laughs> but I, I promise I'm going to step that up, but that's where you can find me. And, uh, Oh yeah. There's a Facebook group, the trauma recovery. Um, uh, what is it? Collective? The trauma recovery healing collective. Yeah. That's okay. the Facebook group I'm on and you can find me and, and I'm always there for you guys. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Bradley.
0: So yeah, man, I appreciate you coming. I
2: appreciate uh, you too, brother. Let me know when this comes out. I'd love to, love to watch us.
0: Okay. Yeah, I will do, and and I'll, I'll be in touch. Yes, sir. The other next week.
2: Thanks, brother. All right. Thanks, Paul. i told to you again. You. Have a good. One. Hey, all you crazy cats and cool
0: kittens. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Is anyone here? Hello. Hello. Oh. Oh, hi. There you are. I've been looking all over for you. I want to thank you for listening uh, today. I also want to tell you, if you haven't checked out my website lately, uh, you should do that. It's www.thebradleyhall.com. Just to remind you, I am a holistic life coach, a certified mindfulness instructor, and I am a trauma recovery coach. In these uncertain times, sometimes we just need someone to talk to, to help us clear our thoughts, help us organize our thoughts and help us map out a clear direction of where we want to go to help us navigate through the obstacles that we, we may encounter through daily life. And I'm here to do that for you. So check out my website. I've got plenty of free content uh, on my my website, also on my YouTube channel, which is the Bradley hall and uh, the health preacher. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. So thanks again for listening. We appreciate your support and until then take care of yourself.